This podcast contains swearing and occasional disturbing content. I don't need to live in this physical realm. I walk around in the physical realm. In the spiritual world is where I live. I exist in places you never even dreamed of. the High Strangers Podcast, episode 14. Last time, we covered a tattooed-faced party man. <laughs> we? we did. Uh, my name's Gav. My name's Sarah. And today we are covering things that go spooky when you're sleeping, oh. or things that go bump in the night. Things that go bonk in the night as well. Things that just happen in the night when people are sleeping. We're not doing a specific serial killer following one story of um, not even serial killer, just the things you should go on a ride. We're covering a couple of different things, but it all does involve in the world of kind of mid subconsciousness. You are subconscious, I guess, when you're asleep, aren't you? Yeah. You're in like another world. I love that whole REM thing because yeah. I, I am, we get out straight away, I'm a bit of an insomniac and I struggle with sleep at times. Um, and so I was really jealous of hearing about the REM cycle because I was like, I, I, I don't think I hardly ever even get there. Yeah. You know, I must do. I demand my REM sleep. Yes. How very dare And that's you. when you're like almost like the zombie. You're like yeah. you're literally take your body's taking over. It's yeah. doing, it's, it's rejuvenating, it's re energizing for the next day. Yeah. Doing a lot of stuff. So it's really interesting just sort of looking at this a little bit of stuff. But Sarah, dearest. Yes. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Mm-hmm. Have you been up to anything spooky? No. Miss Miss Spooky Quackenbush? Uh, no, I haven't. I've just been crocheting like a loon as usual. Come just up to Christmas, to get isn't it? Done and stuff. Yeah. So I've just been boring. Mm. I've been uh, re-binging Twin Peaks though. Yeah. And that's been really good. Most enjoyable. Um, liking that. Uh, one, two, and three seasons. Uh, yeah, I'm only on season two at the moment. About halfway through. And you have seen season three, yeah? Mm-hmm. Great, really. It's just. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a shame because season two, it kind of. Season one came around when I was at school. Yeah, and well, it came it around with my mum. My as mum like, used to watch it. And she yeah. was like, oh, you should watch this with me at night. Yeah, it became a bit of a thing and we used to watch that together. So. Well, it, it, it was that thing. It was a kind of this creepy program came around. It only had like nine episodes. Like, what the fuck's this? Mm. And then season two came out. I got really excited for it. I was still a kid then. It was only a case of you watch it when it's on and or you miss it. Yeah, totally. You might get a rerun one year. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And um, well, You could record it on your VHS. You could record it on tape. Huh? And um, um, then uh, when season two came out, it, it was a little bit too drama-filled. had some oddities in it. There yeah. was quite a lot of drama going on in that. Um, so, uh, so, but then when season three came out, I was... Um, pretty happy when I found out the news on Twitter then I forgot about it then it came out I was like whoa yeah and uh, it's just fucking out there one of, one of the episodes is like what is this it's just noise. like there's no story in this episode it's just weirdness it's like I'd love to read the script yeah Bloody, what, what was those, the script? One line. David Lynch's mind. That's it. I remember it. from season three, there were some electric tramps in there. They gave me the yeah. willies. Didn't like them. Gave you the willies. Gave the electric tramps gave me the willies. Miss Quackenbush <laughs> had the willies. <laughs> from electric tramps. There you go. There's a statement. Indeed. Indeed. So, um, in some ways, we could say sleep itself is a bit like a David Lynch movie. Uh, Couldn't we? Yeah. 
It has been in my mind before when I do remember my dreams. They're always bonkers. Mm. Absolutely bananas. I don't generally remember my dreams. It's kind of frustrating. But I've heard those things before. You get like the people who um, uh, just wake up and they've been in their fridge. Yeah. Eating food. It's crazy. It's so weird. I no. mean, obviously, we're focusing on, on kind of like the brain and stuff again this week and mental states at uh, this time. But it's so bizarre, like, to not know all these people that I'm going to talk about, like, in a, in a bit, you know, for them to not know that they're doing this shit. Because of the ones that go back to bed again, then go, crazy. who's been eating my food out of my cupboard? Imagine that, waking up in the morning and there's loads of, like, flatmate or something. loads of weird shit all over yeah, the floor. Yeah, all going wrong. Yeah, you like think it's, it's burglar. Been eaten. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they're not just eating food, you'll see in a bit, you know, people eat all sorts of weird shit and it's like, oh my God, what about the next day? You wake up with a really bad tummy ache or something and go oh my god mm. I've been eating coal all night fuck me <laughs> <laughs> coal with cheese spread on or some weird shit you know it's just fucking bizarre like, where does this shit come from now the obvious ones that you first go with everybody knows of and and is going to be the highest percentage and most common sleepwalking yeah totally um it's that's a thing. You, even you, you, I remember being like around a friend's house and the parents saying, "They may go sleepwalking." What? Oh, what really? the fuck? What? What the fuck? I might just go sleepwalking. So don't worry about it. Right? Okay. Oh, shit. See, I've so, never so had great. Any I'm have a, like a fucking. There's my mate. He's a zombie. Brilliant. As a yeah. kid, you know. Um, yeah, I've never had any experience of it. I've not known anyone that's done it. Mm. Uh, no one that I know a kind of like close family has done it. I don't do it, obviously, because I just go to sleep. And that's it for me. I am a log. Yeah, oh, God. You get, <laughs> literally, you go to sleep. I'll be like, I wonder what's on TV. Turn the TV on, you're asleep. Oh, that, oh, that didn't last. Oh, yeah, it, it takes it, me like what? minutes, literally. And that's it. I'm out of it. And, but then me, I have a different <laughs> forms of insomnia. Because insomnia, you get like uh, the classic insomnia. Just cannot go to sleep. Uh, there's different types of insomnia. Then there's mm. the insomnia when you wake up intermittently through the night and you just sleep little small amounts. You don't get that full proper sleep. Yeah. And there's another one as well. Um, I generally have those first two. Uh, so I don't normally, I don't sleep, uh, dreams don't really come to me. And um, sleep, uh, it's hard for me to get into states. But it's weird because I've got a very, very weird relationship with sleep. I, mm. It's a very love hate. Sometimes yeah. I have a good spell and a good role of sleeping well. And then again to that thing of sleeping uh, badly and it it always goes like three to five nights okay it's horrible i hate it it's like yeah jet lag. i can't imagine what it must be like because like i love sleeping i could easily sleep 10 hours a night mm. easy if i could yeah, get I you know if i could get away with it and i love sleep if i don't get enough i'm miserable well so, I, re- yeah, I went to sleep quite, later than you imagine. last night only by probably like 20 minutes and this morning i was awake before you as well, by yeah. about an hour. Yeah. And uh, I was awake in a little bit in the night as well. Yeah. And, but you were solid all the way through. Oh, yeah. I'm used to it now. Um, but sometimes it really affects me because I do need that sleep. I'm one of those people who needs to sleep, which sucks being also someone who struggles yeah. with sleep. So sometimes I don't get it. I just suffer with like this real weird, mild headache that just carries on going through the day, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about sleep clinics and sleep cycles <laughs> and our sleep patterns. That's not what we're discussing today. Um, but it's good to get across our both our relationships with sleep. Yeah. Because the, the the whole thing of sleep is such a weird thing. Half our lives we're doing it. Yeah. It's like that's insane. It's crazy, isn't it? It's so nice though. Sleep's well, everybody. Good. Well, that's it. Everyone has it differently. Like mm. uh, Schwarzenegger, he says 
you only need six hours to sleep. Uh, he, he thinks only six hours, but that's like, well, no, that it depends. Every person's DNA, everyone's built differently. Yeah. Uh, so everyone has different reasons why and why not, and how much and how you know. Uh, yeah. So I know I'm I'm like six to seven. Um, eight eight is preferable for me, but mm. um, I can do seven and I can do six. I'm eight to twelve. Uh, what would you like if you had five or six? Five, like awful. Mm. Just it's horrible. I can't think properly. It's like having a hangover. Yeah. It's just like having a hangover, not yeah, getting yeah. enough sleep for yeah. me. You know, I feel rotten. I feel tired. Yeah. Probably going to be a bit crabby. Have you ever fallen asleep while driving? No. I've done that. Oh my god. Twice. No, and I hope I'm never in the position to do that. And luckily, on the road you have the sleepers. And that was one that wrote me up. The other one was while I was driving slightly up a bank, which is good. I sort of. Pulled the car down. Hell. Yeah, it just yeah. That's scary shit. No, I've never been driving tired enough, you know. But I have only been driving two years. Yeah. So yeah. I haven't been driving as long as you. Yeah. And now I've, you know, I've passed my test when I'm kind of older, so I'm a bit more sensible and wouldn't do. I'm that. better now. Mine would be work. I'd just be doing pushing yeah. myself too much, pushing myself too hard, and then just thinking, oh, oh don't worry about driving. Putting that, mm. putting that as a second fault, you know. Um. But yes, sleep. What a weird thing. And and yeah. what comes from sleep's nightmares. That's a crazy thing that comes from sleep. Where you just have this crazy world. I guess it just, comes from having a bad dream. Just dreams, it? I suppose. It's just suppose. dreams. Isn't it? Like sometimes, because like, I've had some, what I would probably got some, class as Oh, bad come on. Dreams. Please tell me some of your dreams. <laughs> just, just give me a couple because they're fucking amazing. All right. Uh, hang on. Let me think. You put me on the spot here. Um, I had a dream once that I was recognised in Aldi, which is a German supermarket over here in the UK. Uh, I got recognised in Aldi for crocheting a beard out of spaghetti, like spaghetti and meatballs, crocheted beard. And someone, I was famous for crocheting that. Apparently, it had really taken off, and someone recognised me in Aldi when I was doing my shopping. Um, that's amazing. I know. So that's I, like an achievement one, yeah. isn't it? That's like the most wackiest achievement. I had another dream about Whoopi Goldberg, who's like an American actress. Obviously, I'm sure pretty much Ghost. everyone knows her. She was in Ghost, Sister Act. I'm not a big fan of Whoopi Goldberg, but I had a dream of Whoopi Goldberg sitting on a table, but her body was a pumpkin, and she had a big knife, and she was carving herself. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, please, psychiatrist uh, uh, shrinks. If you're listening, please, oh please, just God. let us know what you think that that represents. And uh, my most recent one, well, no, I had a dream I was having an affair with Otis Tool, didn't I? And Henry, the boyfriend of Henry Lee Lucas, who's like a six and a half foot tall transvestite murderer. <laughs> what on earth? What was I doing there? Well, I hope it wasn't a fantasy. Oh God, fuck that! Do no, you, need, do you need me to like fold my teeth down a bit and? He's terrifying. Put some smell on me. Rub some smell on me. I did have another dream when I was younger as well. I woke up crying my eyes out because I've been dreaming about this scientist who was killing cats by lasering pictures of sharks on their <laughs> eyes <laughs> and scaring them to death. I woke up bawling. I was so upset. <laughs> lasering shark pictures <clears throat> onto cats' eyes. Yeah. To, to, so they're like, ah, oh, all I can yeah. see is a shark picture. Yeah. And they were dying because they were so scared. Oh, bless them. Bless you. I know what goes on in my brain, eh? I and did did have a really scary one one time. Do you remember I told you about it? That black guy? I was sitting in the cafe with that black guy. 
Yeah. With a big broken, big mouth full of teeth. Yeah, what was all that about? That was, was well that scary. That was really frightening. That was like, it didn't feel like a nightmare because I feel like a nightmare is like a really bad dream. That felt like I'd slipped into another realm somehow and it was really happening. Clive Barker. Yeah, it was like it was really happening, but that was really scary. So just it was some guy in a shop. Just in a in a weird like real old eighties style UK cafeteria where the shitty tables are like na- uh, screwed to the How floor. many teeth in his mouth? And he was sitting opposite me, but he was like he was so black, you know, the people that are like black so black they look blue. The sheen of their skin, they're so dark and it looks blue in certain lights. He was like that, but he was so tall. He must have been about eight foot tall. And he like folded himself into the seat with these great big long legs, but he just had like this massive mouth full of loads of broken teeth. And he was just started shouting at me, and they stood up and he spat at me, and he spat all this like gob all over me. And I was just sitting there going, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" And then the um, the wall of the cafe disappeared. And it just turned into stepping stones <clears throat> over a river. Yeah. And he just got up, jumped onto these stepping stones and started running across these and disappeared into a cave. And I went to chase after him. I just got to the entrance to the cave and I woke up and just went and got straight in the bath. Straight in the bath because I felt like that was really wrong. Wow. It was really, really... I'd never woken up from a dream feeling like that since. Really scary, that was. It was a weird dream. Yeah, it felt so real, though. So real. I wonder what the teeth represent. I know. It, he, he, In a cafe eating, though, he, maybe. I don't know if it represented... That's what I mean. I don't think it represented anything. That's the thing with dreams, I think he it? was just... That was him, do you know what I mean? And he mm. was something from another place. Yeah. I don't think it actually meant anything in my real life. I think that was an experience on another realm or in another realm of being subconscious. I felt like I'd gone to another place and he wow. was a a specific thing, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that was weird as fuck. Proper. So yeah, my brain. I've got no dreams knows? I can tell you about, so <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Yeah. So Go on then, what's going on today? What, are you, what have you got for us? Okay, so we're going to talk a bit about parasomnias and uh, all those different sorts of things. There's absolutely loads of them. All the mad shit that you can do when you're asleep. Obviously, I, I, there is going to be more than I've got down. I looked up the, uh, that one where you um, wake and your body's still asleep. Oh, the sleep paralysis. So your dreams are pretty much there in, in, the, in the real world. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're all quite weird and quite like quite interesting. I was I've not ex- well, there's one that I've got, but yeah, the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them I've got no experience with, so Yeah, there's one that you do. Yeah. But right, anyway, the viewers can get guess that one. Um Well they're gonna know because when I start talking about it, you're gonna be laughing your arse off and I'll go, Oh, that's it. <laughs> Right, go on then. And then uh, we'll do some cases near the end of. Uh, of Have what, we got some murder? Yeah, got a couple. Got a couple of murders actually. Murders. murders. Got murders. some murder and some other stuff. And then I've got some sleep facts for you at the end. Okay, cool. So there you go. It's going to be. 
So hopefully we won't send today. the audience to sleep. Yeah, don't nod off while you're listening, will you? Yeah. Save it for after. But but just to, just to, just to keep you awake uh, anyway, guys. Next time we're I'm doing Jimmy Savile, aren't we? Well, no, next time we're doing Jimmy Savile, so, you know. Oh, God, there'll be no chance of dropping There'll be no sleeping in that one, so if you do need to have a nap nap now, have it now. Having a bloody nightmare through that one, wouldn't you? Christ on a bike. I'm I'm surprised you said about doing that. I didn't think you'd want to go there. It's because I know all about it already. I know all the depravity that he's done. It's like the Fred Rose one, isn't it? It's not going to push push my emotional limit in any sense Mm. with the children in front. I know what's going on. Yeah, and I grew up with him as an entertainer. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get into that next time. I think we've got, I think we've got quite a good. I was about to say first hand, hardly first hand, but a real good perspective on uh, Jimmy Savile because yeah, we grew totally. up with him as an entertainer. Well, we saw the transition, didn't we? We saw from it happen. Going, we saw it all go from like yeah. everyone loving him to obviously he pegged it, and then all that came out, and it's like hey, such why a shame he died. Did we not see this? I oh, know what can. Anyway. We'll get next into time. that next time. Next time. There's going to be like a four hour Next time, episode. Gadget, next time. But go on and give us some sleep stuff. Okay, so parasomnias are a category of sleep disorder that involve abnormal movements, behaviours, emotions, perceptions and dreams that occur while falling, falling asleep, sleeping or between sleep stages or during arousal from sleep. So parasomnias are disassociated sleep states which are partial arousals during the transitions between wakefulness, NREM sleep and REM sleep and their combinations. So REM sleep is also known as paradoxical sleep due to similarity in brain activity levels to wakefulness. Although the body is paralysed, the brain acts somewhat awake with cerebral neurons firing with the same overall intensity as being awake. So it's like being awake but you're asleep. Yeah. NREM sleep, which is non-rapid eye movement sleep. Uh, dreaming is rare during NREM sleep and the body is not paralysed as it is in REM sleep. So a person may be able to sleepwalk. According to studies, the mental activity that takes place during NREM sleep is believed to be thought-like, whereas REM sleep contains hallucinatory and bizarre content. Uh, The newest version of the International Classification of Sleep Disorders uses state disassociation as the paradigm for parasomnias. So unlike before, where wakefulness, NREM and REM were considered to be exclusive states, research has shown that a combination of these states are possible and thus may result in unusual, unstable states. So these are all parasomnias related to non-rapid eye movement sleep. Uh, Confusional arousals which is partial awakenings in which the state of consciousness remains impaired for several minutes. That, that's that's <coughs> most people, isn't Excuse it? Excuse me. Without any accompanying major behavioural disorders. So it's just like... That, that's yeah, in the morning when you wake up and you just need difficult. a few minutes on and I'll give yeah, a cup well, of coffee. Yeah, well, some people kind of like some, being some people and they're are, awake, that, I'm they? generally that. But yeah, the other time when you're just, oh, I just need yeah. five minutes, ten minutes. That's why you have the snooze button. It's yeah. going to be the most common... So patients may appear upset or agitated and coherent speech is common. So you might start mumbling some stuff. I've done that before. Yeah, yeah say really w- weird stuff. You're like, I what? Know, I've got to put the milk out. I thought the milkman was coming. Didn't have a milkman. 
haven't had a milkman since I was at home with my fucking mum when I was like 15 years old. This was when I was about 25. I remember waking up and going, go and get the milk in. Amazing. I thought the milkman had been. That's I was amazing. convinced the milkman had been. There's many times I've woken up my kids for school or something like that, and they say, like, they're ra- or in night time when they wake up and they just don't know where they are yeah. or what they're doing, they're just really confused. And yeah. you say, just go back to sleep. Yeah, and definitely. they just sit back down and they just do exactly what you tell them. Yeah. Literally like a zombie. Yeah, it's really Lay back weird. down and go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I still get an hour of Elijah at the moment. Yeah. Okay, next one. Sexomnia. Characterised by the individual engaging in sexual acts while in NREM sleep. Although they appear to be fully awake, individuals have often have no recollection of the sexual behaviours they exhibit while they're asleep. Women typically exhibit sexual vocalisations and masturbation, while men were found to engage in fondling and intercourse. Okay. Women have described their partners as glassy-eyed and vacant, and the behaviour stops if they are awakened. At least one woman reported her boyfriend was a better lover when he was asleep. Oh my <laughs> God, does he know this though? Or did she tell her mates, do you know I what I mean? I don't know. It That's was, hilarious. It was first reported as a clinical disorder in 1986. Uh, it's considered rare, and men are almost three times as likely as women to have it. Mm. <laughs> 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 yep. I don't know what to say about oh, it, no, dear. I, I don't know. know what to say. I know. No. I can't really get any more information on this or my, own, <laughs> or my take on this, can I? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I don't, I don't know. Just carry on. Uh, sleepwalking. Also known as sonambulism or noctambulism, it is, com- it is a combined state of sleep and wakefulness. Activities displayed could be as benign as talking, sitting up in bed, walking to the bathroom, eating food and cleaning, or as hazardous as cooking or driving a car. I will say, though, it says that here, but I couldn't find any evidence of anyone actually driving a car while they were asleep. All the cases were related to uh, this certain type of medication. I can't remember what it was called. But everybody who'd sleep-driven, in air quotes, was found to be on those meds. So I don't know. I just don't... uh, I just can't imagine uh, in any way... It depends how unconscious the mind is and how sleep re- REM yeah you know, because like, you, you like, need to have some safety you, you need to drive you need to be literally be able to it's maneuver ridiculous. the vehicle yeah and be able to see where you're going so you'd have to be the mind would have to be doing that is that almost a little bit the same as the vacant eyed sex sleep sex person who is eyes awake they're doing what they know to do yeah but with no real conscious motive mm. behind it yeah behind the wheel so to speak that's the only way mm. because if you're just asleep with your eyes shut and shit you're just gonna you're not even gonna make it to the car probably mm. you're probably trying to stick the keys in the ignition I for know, about 20 minutes that's what I was thinking because like, even if you're someone that drives for a living I suppose 
there's a slight possibility that you would be able to do that on autopilot. But then if you even get the car started, there's so much opportunity to prang the car before you even make it very just, far. Just getting out of, the, out of wherever you're parked. I'm just, yeah, because I'm thinking about like when I go and get in the car, you know. How much out. have you got to do to pull out? Get about yeah. hitting another car, you've got to know. So like, that's you've crazy. got to be really conscious. So I, it, that's a hard one to actually believe even happens mm. as such. Mm. Drugged up, yeah, you can yeah. imagine. If you're like on some medication, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, sleepwalkers often have little or no memory of the event, and although their eyes are open, their expression is dim and glazed over. Sleepwalking is not particularly common, and estimates vary between one to fifteen percent of the population. So I thought that was more widespread for yeah, some that, reason. Well, that's I why I said that. That's why I said that earlier on. Yeah, I assumed that would be it. Hmm, okay. Uh, sleep terrors or night terrors? Night terrors! Huh? A sleep disorder causing feelings of panic or dread typically occurring during the first hours of NREM sleep and lasting for 1 to 10 minutes. They can last longer, especially in children. During bouts of night terrors, people are usually described as bolting upright with their eyes wide open and a look of fear or panic on their faces. They will often yell and they will usually sweat, have rapid breathing and a rapid heart rate. In some cases, individuals are likely to have more elaborate motor activity, such as thrashing of limbs, including punching, kicking and fleeing motions. There is a sense that the individual is trying to protect themselves or escape from bodily harm. Night terrors typically occur in children between the ages of 3 and 12 years old and an estimated 1-6% to of children experience them, but most will outgrow them. Night terrors in adults have been reported in all age ranges and though the symptoms between adults and adolescents are similar, the causes and treatments are qualitatively different. Adult night terrors can occur if the sufferer does not eat a proper diet, get the right amount or quality of sleep, or if they are going through a particularly stressful time. A study done about night terrors in adults showed that psychiatric symptoms were prevalent in most patients experiencing night terrors. In most children, night terrors eventually subside and do not need to be treated. Hypnosis and psychotherapy can also be useful in treatment, but if unsuccessful, Benzodiazepines and antidepressants may be used. However, medication is only recommended in extreme cases. Makes me think of like most of the victims <coughs> of Nightmare on Elm Street me. films. Yeah, uh, it's generally in the horror movie you see the person wakes up and they're oh, oh my god, yeah. oh my god, and they're sweating. Or like in Nightmare on Elm Street, they're they're trying to fight Freddy. Yeah. So like they're they're thrashing around in their yeah. beds and stuff. That that yeah, you can. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's it's a nightmare essentially, but more extreme yeah, because yeah. it's more it's, an it's extreme more realistic, mm. I guess, than just the nightmares. Just a dream where you can just your arms aren't f- flapping around and trying to protect yourself. You're just kind of there. You might do the jump, yeah, but you but generally you're not doing the whole. I'm gonna get away. Oh my god, oh my god. I, I, I think I have had these. I, I'm not very good with my memory and these such things, but I, I think I have had the odd. Fucking hell! What was that? You know, yeah. moment. But I'm not. I never had the whole sweating, wake up, and just no, I haven't. Out of breath, screaming, all. No. Um, but yeah, that's quite a gnarly one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, totally. It'd be quite hectic, wouldn't it? Waking up like that. Would be very nice. Okay, sleep paralysis. Uh, it's a state during waking up or falling asleep in which a person is aware but unable to move or speak. 
During an episode, one may hallucinate, and episodes generally last less than a couple of minutes, although it may feel like a lot longer. The condition may occur in those who are otherwise healthy, or those with narcolepsy, or it may run in families as a result of specific genetic changes. The condition can be triggered by sleep deprivation, psychological stress, or abnormal sleep cycles. Treatment options for sleep paralysis have been poorly studied and it is recommended that sufferers be reassured that the condition is common and generally not serious. Other treatments that could be tried include cognitive behaviour therapy or antidepressants. Between 8 to 50% of people experience sleep paralysis at some point in their lives and about 5% have regular episodes. Males and females are affected equally. The main symptom is being unable to move or speak, but imagined sounds such as humming, hissing, static, zapping and buzzing noises are also reported. Other sounds such as voices, (coughs) whispers and roars are also experienced. (coughs) Still got big big footages in my throat. Sufferers have also reported feeling pressure on their chest during an episode and these symptoms are usually accompanied by intense emotions such as fear and panic. People also have sensations of being dragged out of bed, flying, numbness and feelings of electric tingles or vibrations running through their body. Sleep paralysis may also include hallucinations such as a supernatural creature suffocating or terrifying the individual. Another example of hallucination involves a shadowy figure entering the room or lurking outside the window. One well-known presence widely associated with sleep paralysis is the night hag or old hag. The night hag? Yeah, have you not heard about it? No, the old no, no. I knew of the shadow person. No, that, the yeah, the hag is like the other the other one that's like quite... Well, it's got features. It's like an old lady, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. No. <clears throat> uh, the original definition of sleep paralysis was codified by Samuel Johnson in his book A Dictionary of the English Language as Nightmare. Such sleep paralysis was widely considered to be the work of demons and more specifically incubi which is the male demon who engages in sexual activity with a female sleeper which were thought to sit on the sleeper's chest mm-hmm. it's a famous painter isn't it? <clears throat> yeah the one I posted uh, it's called oh. The Nightmare hmm. <clears throat> in Scandinavian folklore sleep paralysis is caused by a mare a supernatural creature related to the incubi and succubi the mare is a damned woman who is cursed and her body is carried mysteriously during her sleep and without her noticing. In this state, she visits villagers to sit on their chests while they sleep, causing them nightmares. In Canada and the United States, the hag leaves her physical body at night and sits on the chest of the victim, causing the sleep paralysis. In Fiji, the experience is interpreted as carnotivora, being eaten by a demon. In many cases, the demon can be the spirit of a recently dead relative who has come back for some unfinished business. In Nigeria and within African communities, sleep paralysis is often referred to as the devil on your back. In Turkey, sleep paralysis is, sleep paralysis is called Karabasan, a supernatural being commonly known as a jinn comes to the victim's room, holds them down and strangles them. In Thailand, it is believed that sleep paralysis is caused by a ghost of Thai folklore known as P.A.M. In Eastern Chinese folklore, it is thought that a mouse can steal human breath at night. 
human breath strengthens the mouse, allowing it longevity and the ability to briefly become human. The mouse is said to sit on the sleeper's chest or face. Now, this one's a really interesting one. Imagine, though, if you were that unlucky to have insomnia, and when you do get to sleep, you have nightmares, and if you don't have nightmares, yeah. you've got night terror, and if you've got night terror, you've got sleep paralysis. That'd be awful, wouldn't it? You'd end up going, you'd just end up going mental. You go insane because yeah. of the lack of sleep, yeah. and just it all fucks up. Yeah. This is really interesting, because you've got the nightmare, that's the kind of the bad dream, the night yeah. terror, which is a more uh, realistic, but this is where the person is waking up but their mind is still in the dream mm. and they're bringing the dream out of them again a la Freddy Krueger yeah totally um, and it's really interesting the, the, I can understand like the different uh, tonal sounds like the electric hums mm. the buzz yeah. and that stuff I understand that coming from the mind office yeah definitely that. Um, and, and it's like shock, shocks as well I can imagine that the one I don't get, the being pulled out of bed. Yeah. This is where we go with the when people see stuff or they think someone's on them because they can't breathe properly. Yeah. Like they think someone's sitting on them or they see someone sitting on them or they see a shadowy person in the corner of the room. But you're frozen and you can't do anything about it and you have to just watch. That must be so intense. Yeah, it's so scary. And what is it, last like 10 minutes or so? Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. It says like a couple of minutes. That's time. insane. Yeah. That's insane. But I imagine it must feel like much, much longer when you're actually having the episode. You know, I bet it feels like... Ooh. If you're sitting there and you can't move and you look over the corner and then all of a sudden you realise like all the normal shadows, there's one extra shadow. Yeah. And then it starts moving. That'd be terrifying. It's fucking... It's so scary. Yeah. I feel so bad for people with that. Any of this, really. Mm. You know, in the bad ones. It's yeah, fucking absolutely. horrible. Yeah, but that's, that's a really interesting <clears throat> one. And it's so funny that like, they've associated with demons and yeah. taking it that little bit further with it because obviously it's waking up and still being in a dream state Yeah, that's obviously all it is mm. is it more cultish religious beliefs darker side beliefs supernatural beliefs making you influence people to think that originally that it's yeah. more in there or it's just naivety to it know. just being a dream that you're waking still from. Yeah, it seems weird though that like everyone, not everyone, but most people with that tend to see uh, the same thing mm. or feel the presence of the same thing. You know, that's yeah. quite odd, I yeah. feel. Yeah. And like, you know, that's obviously like I was just saying, that's a legend, you know, it's from all over yeah. the world. Yeah. Every, most kind of communities have got some kind of folklore about that. Yeah, and it's all the hag, you know. There's mm. not like you saying shadow figure as well, but yeah, the hag and the shadow figure are kind of like they're the ones that are most seen. So it's quite weird that everyone's kind of seeing the same thing. Hmm. Hmm. I agree. It's a it's, it's a weird one. It's a really quite good documentary. Well, I don't know. Ironically, when I watched it years ago when it first came out, I fell asleep to it. Uh. Which is funny because I'm the most one who can't yeah. go to sleep, but then I fall asleep to a documentary about paralysis. Um, yeah. Para, paralysis sleep. Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's no, by the dude well, who did the uh, Shining documentary on yeah. the, uh, the Room 2. 37. Um, so check that out. Um, yeah. yeah I have to cool. try and find out the name of that, though. Is that all of them? 
No. Oh, okay, God cool. bloody loud. I was going to say, we should probably go back to the sleeping sex touchy-feely that one. I bypassed it, but it, we should discuss it as a as uh, a, as the thing it is. Yeah, uh, well, I can do that now. Without chuckling away to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, do that now, and then I'll just go back to the other ones. It's um, fine. Yeah. Although it's quite an interesting one, and quite a strange <clears> one, but <throat> you can imagine, like, um, yeah, that just happening. Just, yeah. just having lying next to someone in bed, a, a partner... And just thought without realising it, just kind of touching them and stuff. Um, that must be quite annoying for some people, especially couples who don't generally have a sex life or something, or yeah, things like that. Um, have you got anything to say that you don't go? What am I going to say about it, people? I don't what am know. I, gonna say? I don't know. But I feel we should sort of discuss it as well. Oh, well, come on then. I expect, I expect there's um, going to be those... <laughs> put me on the spot. Oh, I know. Well, you said you wanted to go back to it. Look, yeah, I right. don't but care. I mean, I guess there's going to be the cases of it's going to be bad, though, where uh, <clears throat> someone who's generally a nice person goes on to this almost Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing and end up starts touching to the point where the woman or the man or whoever's getting on the receiver end starts yeah. going, hey, well, no, that's not cool. That's all. But they still carry on going. Yeah. There's going to be that, isn't it? Oh, then yeah, there's going to be yeah. the cases of attempted. Yeah, well, I've got a few, sex. got a few cases of that kind of coming up. You know, and then in the mornings, they're not knowing anything about it. And that must be really quite. If it's like a, quite a full-on case, rather than just a fairly touchy. Yeah, <sighs> if it's like a proper. Just that, but it's a more like a proper forcefully grope type sort of thing. Isn't yeah, it? and that's obviously this not the couple's general mo or such. Hmm. That must be quite traumatic. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's quite, it is rough. It's a rough thing, you know. I mean, we laugh about it because, yeah, I do it. That's the one that I've got. I do it. I don't do it a lot. It happens, though. But it's yeah. fine between us because we love each other and we're together, so it's not a big deal. So we can laugh about it, you know. What's really funny but, is because you're, you're a deep in, sleeper. Yeah. And and I'm not. Uh, so I'm just like, oh, here we uh, go. No, no, go to sleep. Stop it. Uh, don't touch her when you... Just make sure you don't touch her. Uh, yeah, and to put a little barrier. Uh, but, but yeah, if if you're not in that position, you yeah, know, in then that, that relationship, can be really all that traumatic. Sort of relationship. You that might can not even have a sexual you relationship. So many problems. Mm, mm. You know, how could you ever trust yourself to stay at someone's house? You know, or fucking oh yeah, anything. Worse, yeah. You know, how could you ever trust yourself if you knew that was something that you did? Or if you're like a sleep wanker. Yeah. And you go around someone's house, like, yeah, just like in the living room, just jerking off, off asleep. Yeah. It's, I guess that's a thing. Well, yeah, it could be, couldn't it? I, I, I've had, um, obviously, we've all had the drunken buddy look pisses themselves in bed. Yeah, I've heard loads of stories about that. I've not experienced that. Have you got that? Are you going to be talking about people asleep, like urinating or anything like that? Uh, well, no, not really. I guess you'd wake. I guess you wake up to that. It's only if you're drunk, you're not going to physically yeah. notice that so much. Mm. Uh, yeah, but I just thought we should sort of go uh, just. Uh, uh, you know, go back to that sexy, sexy one again. Yeah, it's because of laughing. Know. And I bypassed it because yeah, I didn't want to. You know, yeah, I didn't want to drop you in it. I, I don't give a shit. You know, I don't give a shit. I know you, you know, don't. I don't fucking care. Like, yeah. I don't mind. And yeah, we laugh about it because but, between us, it's funny. Yeah, and we're fine. But, about it, but if, yeah. if you're not in that kind of that close situation, you know, that could cause you so many fucking problems. Yeah, because I can tell you in the morning and you just laugh. And yeah, we, and we have a laugh about it. Yeah. You know? So yes, there you go. Okay. Huh? Uh, nightmare disorder. 
Also known as dream anxiety disorder, and it's a sleep disorder characterised by frequent nightmares. So this is another one. This is when you have nightmares all the time. Uh, nightmare disorders can be confused with sleep terrors, but what? after... You mean like every night you go to sleep? Yeah. Almost? Oh, yeah. shit. Uh, can be confused with sleep terrors, but after a sleep terror episode... Uh, the sufferer wakes more dramatically, for example, like screaming and crying, and typically they don't recall the reason for the fear, whereas nightmare disorder sufferers can usually remember the details, and they don't wake up as dramatically either. Um, This disorder affects about 4% of the adult population and can impair the quality of life for those affected. Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. Just not, just an insomniac is bad enough. Yeah, it can make the patient avoid sleep and cause anxiety and stress as well as fatigue. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be bullshit that'd as just well. That's fucking horrible. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right, nocturnal sleep-related eating disorder, or NS Red, is a combination of parasomnia and eating disorder. It is described as being in a specific category within somnambulism or a state of sleepwalking that includes behaviours connected to a person's conscious wishes and wants. It's closely related to night eating syndrome, except for the fact that those suffering from night eating syndrome are completely awake and aware of their eating and binging. While those suffering from NSRED are asleep and unaware of what they are doing. Typical typical behaviours for patients with this include partial arousals from sleep, usually within two to three hours of sleep onset and subsequent ingestion of food in a rapid or out-of-control manner. They will also attempt to eat bizarre amalgamations of foods and even potentially harmful substances such as glue, wood or other toxic materials. Patients in one study mainly ate sweets, pasta, both hot and cold meals, improper substances such as raw, frozen or spoiled food, salt or sugar sandwiches, buttered cigarettes, which is hilarious, and odd mixtures prepared in a blender. During the handling of food... Oh my God, sleep blending. Oh no, that's, That's that's not the only thing. During the handling of food, patients with NSRED are messy and can be harmful to themselves. Some eat their food with bare hands while others attempt to use utensils and injury can result from the careless cutting of food, opening tins, consuming scalding fluids like really hot coffee and apparently frenzied running into walls, kitchen counters and furniture. <laughs> what the fucking doing? What was that, just run into the kitchen just, wall? Imagine that, if you woke up in the middle of the night, someone charging round your kitchen, like say Con was with charging round the kitchen, himself. all covered in fucking beans and Chocolate. washing up liquid or some weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> fucking washing powder and sausages. But like, what, are you, what, <laughs> what are you doing? I'll get to fucking bed bloody nutter Uh, a few of the more notable symptoms of this disorder include large amounts of weight gain over short periods of time irritability during the day and vivid dreams at night treatment for this disorder concentrates on the triggers cognitive behaviour therapy counselling and sedatives would be counselling would work but sedatives would be a last resort have to sedate yourself at night yeah god um Right. So that's the eating one. Yeah, so that's eating. That's consuming and 
just, just eating weird shit. Buttered cigarettes. I know. Like, what, what the hell? The fuck? That's so funny. Because you, you probably haven't got the nocturia one, my one. No, I didn't put that down actually. But yeah, you've got I that have. one, haven't you? God. Keep tiddling through the night. I have to have to go to the, get up and urinate at least twice a night. That's crazy. Sometimes the amount of times that you do that during the night, though. Yeah, and that's when my, my sleep's just like. So I have no need to do that. You said like three times during the night, sometimes yeah. four. And it's like, well, that's mental. Yeah, just can't. You know, just wakes can't me up the, the whole, whole time. Night. It's really frustrating. Mm. So I'm trying to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Trying. I'm getting better. I'm getting a little bit better. Yeah. I think I did all right last night. It's literally every day. It's like, how did I do last night? Yeah. It's such a shit thing to have. It really yeah, is. definitely. I don't even think it's an age thing. It's not like, I'm getting older my blood. And no, I'm such I an think old... sometimes it's not at all. It's it just... just literally me. And in fact, I'm such a light sleeper. So the mm. smallest thing, yeah. I'm awake. Boom, I'm awake. My mind starts going. Fucking hated. Yeah, I bet. Uh, so, hypnic jerk, which is what? a hypnic jerk. That sounds like something <laughs> we're going to get from a restaurant. <laughs> I think most people have experienced this. I know some people get it. It's that oh, feeling that you're falling oh, yeah. when you're just drifting off. I think most people, they get a nice, well, I say nice, but probably a bit more dramatic, like falling down a, a never-ending well oh. or something like Alice in Wonderland. I don't. I dream that I'm stumbling off the curb. Like a fucking idiot with my shopping trolley ankles and just go down the curb. <laughs> I, I I can't think. I I do, I have I do have these. Oh. I think possibly uh, it's a scary view. So the cat just jumped on my knee. That's why I went oh. <laughs> um, I think mine are possibly generally the uh, uh, skateboarding ones. I think I'm all of a sudden just whoop and I fall from a skateboard. Okay. And oh. I have that. I stalled on a stone. <laughs> yeah. They suck though. Yeah. Because it's always like, you're just going to sleep. Yeah. You just, and for me, because it's really hard for me, I had this last night, I was going for it, I couldn't get to sleep, and I was like, just let go, and I can't just let go. Mm. I can't do that thing. So, but then when I do start to let go, I sabotage myself. Yeah. And I go back into, I go, oh, I'm starting to go, and I realise I'm starting to go. But then it's the other times I'm starting to go, and I'm like, yeah, brilliant, and look, wake up, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh. So yeah, they are really frustrating. It is generally when you're about to fall asleep, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so hypnic jerk. Physically, hypnic jerks are the jump experienced by a person when falling asleep, accompanied by a falling sensation. Hypnic jerks are associated with a rapid heartbeat, quickened breathing, sweat, and sometimes a peculiar sensory feeling of falling into the void. It's a little bit like night terrors. It's, it's, I suppose it's like it's, a, it's like a, nano, a nanosecond of a... Of night a terror. night terror, yeah. I suppose. <clears throat> when a night terror is more from the deepened dream. Yeah. And that's why it's more of a terror, because you're really absorbed in that world. You've been accustomed to it in your mind. Yeah. You understand what the dream is. You're in, in whatever ridiculous, even if it's you, like with Whoopi Goldberg as a pumpkin. <laughs> you know. That's the movie I want to see, by the way. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? It'd be a really creepy yeah. Halloween movie. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg carving herself as a pumpkin. Get Whoopi Goldberg on the blower, see if she's up for it. Probably. Uh, okay. Um, exploding head syndrome. And I do get this one as well, actually. I don't get it much, but we I, could say I, it's I a have ghost had remake. it. Yeah. Sorry. You do, you've had this. Yeah, well, I don't I've know had this it a few so times. Um, EHS is an abnormal sensory perception experienced when waking up or falling asleep. The noise is... 
uh, they experience a loud noise. So the noise is loud and of a short duration. It's frightening, occurs only occasionally and may also be accompanied by a flash of light. Pain is typically absent and it is not a serious health concern. The cause is unknown but potential explanations include ear problems, temporal lobe seizure or nerve dysfunction. That's what it is in my case, temporal lobe seizure. <laughs> oh my brain. <laughs> While the frequency of the condition is not well studied, some have estimated that it occurs in about 10% of people, with females reportedly being more commonly affected. The condition was initially described as early as 1876 and the current name came into use in 1988. But yeah, basically, it's just uh, I've had it where I've just been drifting off to sleep, and I've thought I've heard someone bang like banging on the door. But because I feel like I'm asleep or was asleep when it happened, it makes you wonder if you dreamt it. Mm. So I've had that quite a few times. Mm. No lights or anything like that. But it is that's what it is like pretty much every time. I think that it's someone banging on the door on the front door, but and- there's no one there. You just, you just hear the... I, d- I don't even hear it. You feel like... I, you I think, think I've heard you... it. And that and that's what exploding heads is. Yeah. It's, weird. it's a bit of a scanner's name, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> it's it's a, a much more dramatic name than the actual thing that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I was expecting to know, what the fuck? You know, you it... start bleeding. Yeah, they should have called it loud noise syndrome or something, or loud bang syndrome I've not so I've not had this but you you've had this mm. on occasion mm-hmm. more than on occasion uh, I'd say it's probably happened to me about three or four times okay cool so it's not like all the time and you wake from it it wakes me up yeah and it makes me because like you're such a deep sleeper yeah so it's interesting it's always, to know what wakes it always you. happens it's not waking me up from sleep uh, from like proper sleep it's when you're just falling asleep so you'll just be dozing off and you'll be in that kind of state where you're just going. Yeah. And then you'll be like, oh, what was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it does kind of, it makes me lay there and go, what the fuck was that? Is you know, it's almost... like someone kind of breaking in or fucking banging on the door or something. You know, well, did all... I hear that? And it makes you listen for something else. Hmm. So then you lay there awake listening, going, what the fuck? Hmm. So yeah, it keeps you awake. It's annoying. It's almost like the knee jerk one. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Same sort of principle. Yeah. But it's your body, it's your mind doing it. Mm. It's the mental side of the, the knee jerk, really, yeah. I guess. That's interesting. Yeah. Is it more still? Yeah. Really? Yeah, this is what I was saying to you. There's loads of weird shit that goes on, you know, and probably some that I haven't even covered. Have you got comical ones like clown syndrome, where you, no. where you some reason get lipstick and you just make yourself look like a clown? Fucking hell. I want that one. No. Oh. Uh, right, Klein Levin syndrome or Sleeping Beauty syndrome. Oh, so KLS, sounds nice. Oh yeah, I can't imagine it's that great though. Uh, KLS is a rare disorder characterised by persistent episodic hypersomnia, with many patients also experiencing hyperphagia, hypersexuality, and other symptoms. What's hypersexuality? Uh, wanting to have sex lots. Ah. And hyperphagia is wanting to eat a lot. Ah. Okay. Yeah. 
because I had dysphagia when I woke up in hospital. I couldn't eat anything. My body didn't remember how to eat stuff. You had to be. You had to uh, learn to eat again. Yeah. Didn't you? How was that? Uh, shit. Inhaling biscuit crumbs lots. <laughs> Instead of eating. A, but that's such a weird thing. Because you, you, you were in a form of sleep when you are in a coma. Yeah. Like a real another world. Yeah. I wonder where your self was, what you were dreaming. Yeah. I wonder what was going on. Yeah. Weird. Mm. But but your mind couldn't remember to eat. No. Like, like, I couldn't remember did you know? Could you watch a movie and see people do doing eating. it, or so you watch something, watch a person in another hospital bed do it, but you just couldn't? No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that I had forgotten how to eat. My body couldn't eat. Ah. It wasn't me in my brain. Okay, it was my fine, body sorry. going, okay. I can't remember how to process your body this forgot stuff. Rather so than instead your mind of food forgot. going into my stomach, it went into my lungs. Right. So food and drink just went into my lungs. It didn't go into my stomach. So I had, to, I had to eat little bits of stuff to, learn to make to my it. body learn where that that food needs to go and learn that it needs to go down the other tube and Is go into the stomach. Is this a common stomach. thing with someone that's been in a coma? Yeah, I think so. Over, over a coma over a significant period? Yeah, I think so. And you were how long? Two weeks, just over two weeks. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's all right, a little diversion. Yeah. Uh, KLS is very rare, occurring at a rate of one in one million, which obviously limits research into it um, and the reasons behind it. The condition primarily affects adolescent males, though females can be affected, and the age of onset varies. There is no known cure and there is little evidence supporting drug treatment. In most cases, patients sleep 15 to 21 hours a day during episodes which can last weeks or months. The severity in the course of the syndrome varies between sufferers but most experience recurrent episodes for more than a decade and may return at a later stage. The syndrome's mechanism is unknown but the thalamus uh, possibly plays a role as well as the temporal lobe. Okay. So, yeah, it's just like a broken sleep-wake cycle, basically. So it lasts it lasts for about a decade that you'll have these episodes and then they will last... Uh, they could last weeks or they could last months and then you might not get it again for another like couple of months. Then it will rock up again and you'll start sleeping. Then it will fuck off again. And this could go on for like a decade. Usually goes away for quite a while but then we'll probably come back later in life. Crazy. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Mm. So you'd be all over the place, but obviously people who have that, they'll sleep 15 to 21 hours a day, so obviously when they're awake, they want to catch up on all the stuff that they've missed, mm. hence the hypersexuality and the hyperphagia. So they're just going to cram in their face <laughs> full of food, trying to shag whatever, anything that they can. And uh, Weird. then going back to sleep again. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Okay, narcolepsy is a long-term neurological disorder that involves a decreased ability to regulate sleep-wake cycles. Symptoms often include periods of excessive daytime sleepiness and brief involuntary sleep episodes. About 70% of those affected also experience episodes of sudden loss of muscle strength, known as cataplexy. 
These experiences can be brought on by strong emotions. The exact cause is unknown, but possibilities include an autoimmune disorder or genetic predisposition. In rare cases, narcolepsy can be caused by traumatic brain injury, tumours or other diseases affecting the parts of the brain that regulate wakefulness and REM sleep. There is no cure, but lifestyle changes and medications may help. That shit's crazy, where you just fall asleep. Yeah. You just fall asleep. Just get stressed out and go, Just go to sleep. You kind of, when, you, when you said that, then you kind of understand that. You just get stressed and think, oh, fuck it. Yeah, I'm, gonna be I'm, a bear just, in I'm just checking out. That's yeah. it. See you later. Yeah, I'll deal with this later. Mm. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah, I do find that and quite that interesting, narcolepsy. Yeah, definitely. There's going to be someone out there who has a massive combination of all of these. I know. And has like the worst sleep in the world and has probably yeah. gone insane and hasn't slept for a long time what well, it could be like I guess the worst insomniacs mm. I've just not slept for properly for years I did did notice when I was doing doing the research oh, what did you I notice think some of there, the was, worst? there was one guy he was awake for 11 days oh no I have no I have got a someone who stayed awake for a long time back there actually okay yeah so uh, yeah, yeah well we'll it. discuss that then because yeah. that's just that's literally torture yeah, see, I didn't go too much into that, but probably should have done a little bit on, like, kind of staying awake, you know, and not being able well, to sleep. You could easily uh, do this for, like, torture to someone. Just keep them awake. Well, yeah, I think they do, don't they? I don't know. I, I guess that is. A, I, suppose that, well, I suppose it is, because that's an easy sort of form of torture, yeah. isn't it? Just keep them awake. I think that's what they do in a lot of cults as well. It's like limit your limit your sleeping time, you know, and it'll make oh, you more become more susceptible to you'll uh, be more easy, stuff which you normally go easily manipulate. Well, that's not right. Yeah, because you're so tired. You'd go, you're that not could thinking be right. properly. You're not thinking properly. You just want to do whatever to just get some sleep. You'll just go along with it. Yeah. You know, saying so a lot of cults they do limit your sleeping and time. And I guess the odd kidnapper here and there has got someone. Could do that with someone. Break them I don't down. know if you'd need to with a kidnapper. You'd down. be so shitting yourself, you wouldn't want to go to sleep, would you? If you'd been kidnapped, you'd be like, "What the fuck? I'm not going to sleep. I'm staying awake." I was wondering if you could break someone down. To, yeah, but then again, with, don't want to be on the plus side, pro <laughs> side of the kidnapper here. So I'm going to stop talking about that. Yeah, okay, so that's that with the the parasomnias. So I've got a few cases now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, okay. So, uh, this is from the 24th of the 11th, 2020, so it's really recent. Um, A man was cleared of rape after telling a jury he was unaware he was having sex because he was asleep. Daryl Swanson, 39 from Fife, had denied three historic rapes, but is known to have a history of sleepwalking, also jumping out of his bed because he thinks spiders are on him, and he also talks in his sleep. Right, well, straight away, the fact that he's got... uh a few counts where he didn't get charged for yeah historic well historic rapes but yeah you know if he has if got this got condition this all... then surely it's going to have happened before but i mean well are they cases of, of the same uh, well, thing no, well no because i'm because well, we're trying to what the case obviously going out of court is determining if he consciously did this as yeah. an evil act or he did this as a, a good person i just had to go to sleep and did a yeah. sleep rape um I'm going with the the fact that he was conscious to know what he's doing and he's okay. using that as an excuse. Yeah. You weren't then. Well, he's got a history of sleepwalking. 
and like jumping out of his bed thinking spiders are on him and he talks in his sleep so there's obviously something going on there hmm. so you're like his attorney uh, I'm the state um, yeah, well I'm going with if he's already had this in his guilty. if he's already had this in his life generally people haven't got this in their life if they've got a wonderful you know if they've got a couple of like cases of it but he never yeah. charged for it it's a bit like well uh, what what was I guess it depends on the circumstances of the other ones unless the circumstances of the other two were also asleep yeah, they'd be like similar then like okay but it's okay. a hard one because yeah yeah it's difficult to judge you that. need to know all the cases in detail yeah. and then to just see there and then how this person's mental state is right there and then as well I think as well and, and see so if you give them like a yeah. check them out really because of you, I guess they're going to have a character build up of uh, some traits a rapist mm. all rapists might have there's a certain thing they they, they like the colour blue rather than red do you yeah. know what I mean there's a, probably something you can do like a test in that sense so I don't know um, what, so so you're going it could be a sleep thing and I'm going it could be just he's not a very nice person yeah okay, okay. Uh, another sex this one's from the 31st of the 8th, 2018. Carl uh, Gammon, 24, was found guilty of rape, but told jurors he suffered from the sleeping disorder sex- sexomnia. Gammon had been out drinking one night with two women, and they had all returned to Gammon's flat and crashed out on the bed. One of the women woke later to find Gammon thrusting on top of her friend. He accepted that DNA evidence proved he had sex with the woman, but claimed he suffered from sexomnia and told cops that he was in a deep sleep and had no memory of the incident. He was jailed for five years and made to sign on the sex offenders register for oh, life. For life. See, see, it's a, it is a hard one. It's, it, it's, it, it, you feel obviously any person, a person that's proven guilty, who generally isn't guilty. Mm. If we know of it or we don't know of it, obviously that's a real bad thing. You can feel bad for that person if you know about it. So, same with this case. Like there, yeah. there's going to be the odd cases where it's like literally, like literally, I don't, I, I'm asleep. Yeah, crazy. Um, see, I don't think you would go. You you would go as far as the, um, no, you probably would. <laughs> <laughs> not not rape, obviously, but I mean, you you would. I think you. Once you go in on that way, you're going to keep going. Yeah. I don't think it's going to stop. I'd have thought. I think that's generally the case of every person that sort of has that. Mm. So with these two cases, though, what what was the verdict? What was the verdict on first? Uh, he got not guilty, I think. Didn't he? He got that not other, guilty. That other guy the got first guilty. one, not, and then he got guilty. He got guilty. Uh, yeah, the first one was cleared of rape, See, so and are, that last one got five years, and he had to sign on the sex offenders register. I feel like that first one. Yeah, it's a bit crazy, isn't it? How come that second guy? There's no history yeah, of it, no, yeah. but he's got five years and sex offenders yeah. thing for life. But yeah. the first dude has got like three counts of historic rape, and he got away with it. Yeah, three historic counts of rape. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's, that's a bit not. Weird. I if he goes and does depends, it again, it just depends who's there, who believes you. I suppose is, at it, that it time, is, isn't it? It's, it's the luck of the draw, really. Yes, yeah, the team you got behind you as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. okay. So homicidal sleepwalking—that's exactly Jesus what it sounds Christ. like. 
Uh, about 69 cases have been reported in literature up to the year 2005, and right. one of those cases is that of Kenneth Parks. Uh, early on the morning of May the 24th, 1987, he drove rough. See, this is one guy he drove. Uh, he drove roughly 14 miles to his in-laws' home, broke in, assaulted his father-in-law, and stabbed his mother-in-law to death. Parks managed to drive himself to the police station where he appeared confused, asked for help and was quoted as saying, I think I've killed some people. My hands. At the time, Parks was experiencing deep financial problems due to a gambling addiction. Out of desperation, Parks began stealing from his family's savings and embezzling at work. In March 1987, he was caught and consequently fired from his job. That May, he began to attend Gamblers Anonymous meetings and finally made plans to tell his in-laws the truth about his addiction on the 24th, the same day as the murders. That didn't happen. In court, Parks would say that he was not awake during the incident, but initially no one believed him. As the investigation continued, however, sleep specialists could find no other explanation. Not only was there scientific proof of Parks' abnormal EEG readings, there was also no motive. Parks remained consistent despite every attempt to lead him astray throughout the course of more than seven interviews, and the timing of events matched up with the proposed explanation perfectly. The jury ultimately acquitted Parks, deciding that he was not conscious at the time of the murder, and therefore could not be found guilty. With the driving, I know he drove fourteen miles. That's not. That's not just down the road. See, I don't believe that guy. No, like, I don't believe him. You know all that gambling stuff and them saying that there's no motive. Well, he obviously didn't want to tell them. You know, was he pushed to like desperation and thought well, better that I murder them then they find out that I'm a failure, I've got a gambling addiction, I've lost my job, you know, I'm probably going to lose a family home. I was going to say, that that sounds like a, the thinking of a mad person, but then I get... Because I, I, you don't need to think that drastic, drastically, but then again, if he murdered in the them, show. So Think like, about fucking Fargo, do you know what I mean? All yeah. the shit that happened there, and obviously that was a true story as well. Yeah. You know, it's for people who are desperate do fucking crazy shit, don't they? And he's fucking got away with it, so... I don't. I don't believe that. I don't believe that he could drive fourteen miles asleep. Then commit then all break, that stuff. Break then what? Drive fourteen miles house. home? No, he drove to the police station and dobbed himself in. So he came to at a certain point. Mm. Yeah. Well, they're going to be looking at that though. They're going to be looking at the whole turning yourself in as in like well you can't turn yourself in they could be looking yeah. at as on this side I know. of innocence yeah the driving one's a hard one to, to go over it, I don't know it's all, all of it really is all well though just like the whole physical movements just going in and get out. What, what was the murder uh, how did he do the murder he stabbed the mother-in-law to that's death. what I'm saying there's a forceful knife action going on like yeah. you're going to have someone probably screaming or trying to thrash, and, thrash you or push you away or hit you assaulted his father-in-law and stabbed his mother-in-law to death but his father-in-law didn't die no hmm. that's an interesting one isn't it that's mm. really interesting yeah it's probably one of the most famous cases as yeah well. I, I, you know 
that's the sort of thing that I'd say we could get into it, but it is the, the it is what it is. But yeah, it, there is like a wicked rod. I'd be generally interested in just reading the uh, details of the mm. proceedings. Yeah. Uh, because of the nature of it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'd like to know how they came to that conclusion. Uh, yeah. Because you and I, if you're, we're, you're, uh, me and you, Gavin Sarah Court, you're yeah. in the court of Gavin Sarah, we say, no, you're going down, son. You're yeah, going down. it's just a bit weird. I mean, obviously, they're saying there's scientific proof that they had abnormal EEG readings. Yeah. But you know, is that yeah. that that doesn't necessarily mean that he had issues with sleep, or that doesn't necessarily mean that he wouldn't have done that. Mm. I'm not going to go. Yeah, that instantly makes him not guilty. Mm. But yeah, I don't believe that he could drive 14 miles in his sleep. No. And then break into their house and like duff up the old dude and fucking That's stab the mother in law. It's just. A bit ridiculous to me. Uh, yeah, a stretch. I, 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 yeah, I agree. Uh, right on October thirtieth, two thousand and three, a thirty-two-year-old man from Manchester killed his eighty-three-year-old father by punching, stamping, and kicking him. Eventually, leaving him in the driveway at the home they shared. Jules Lowe reportedly had a close relationship with his father, and they had been drinking together in the house prior to the attack. Lowe did not deny the attack, but said that he was not aware of his actions during the episode, as he was in a state of automatism. To verify this, Lowe underwent a number of overnight sleep studies prior to his trial. On March 18, 2005, Lowe was cleared of murdering his father, with his sleepwalking defence being accepted by a jury. He was detained for ten months in a psychiatric institution. That's all he got. Well, you, you, I look at that, and I'm looking more on the innocence. I'm sort of yeah, me too. Straight like, away. I don't know. I, I'm just going with. I don't know the actual whole relationship, but, but I, I'm assuming you could look obviously at the history. Yeah, you can get uh, relationship case studies on people who know him. Say, oh, oh what, yeah, you'd, what go, was, you'd go around and speak to the neighbours, wouldn't what you? What were they go like? What was their relationship like? And, and, and they said they had a good relationship. It probably is the case. Yeah. And I'm going to uh, probably like, yeah, didn't know what he's Well, done. yeah, he's saying he's done sleep studies and they're all saying, you know, yeah, he's got issues. They were drinking as well, so if he's already got issues, that's probably going to fuck up the issues even more. Mm. So, yeah, I, I would go innocent with that one. It's almost like a drunken sleep murder. Yeah. Unfortunately, it happened and he did it. Yeah. But that's that's isn't that the funny thing though? Because when it comes down to it, it's obviously it's not the physical body itself. Because we are just we all just got these physical bodies. We've all but we've all got individual minds. Yeah. And it's the mind that we're putting in court. Yeah. And saying is your mind guilty or is your mind not guilty of this? Yeah. <clears throat> so weird, isn't it? Mm. Okay. Um, a father who strangled his four-year-old son to death and attacked his two other children while wearing a Halloween mask was found not guilty of murder charges as he claimed he was sleepwalking at the time. Mm. Joseph Mitchell, 50, admitted strangling his son Blake and attacking his two older children, daughter Alexis and son Devin, who were both 13 at the time, in North Carolina in 2010. The defence presented the case that he was violently sleepwalking during the incident due to financial problems and sleep deprivation. 
The prosecution, however, argued that Mitchell was a serial liar who had killed his son and attacked his other children due to money troubles after the bank foreclosed on the family home. After a month-long trial, the jury took just four hours to reach a unanimous not guilty verdict. Whoa! It's pretty crazy. Didn't think you could say not guilty. Yeah. What you say guilty? Huh? It's fucked up, isn't it? Hmm. Again, I need. I can't. I need more. I need more backstory. I need to yeah. know his past, his violent past. Yes. Is there a violent past? Is it not a violent past? If yeah, there's no violent past annoying. whatsoever, and here his children being out of the picture, obviously he doesn't have to now pay for, their, for them to live. Um, but does he get to gain any money from the children dying? Like uh, the Halloween uh, guy who took out the life insurance to, yeah. on the kids. So you know. do you know what I mean? Is that factor as well? If if so, yeah. Okay, great. Well, that's a flag again, a red flag. Yeah, you know, there's all these could be red flags picking up. Uh, so I can't say. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go. This guy, this guy might generally be like now, like living with the fact he's killed his son. Yeah. Forever, and his children can't trust him anymore. His daughter, whatever, or it's Mm. it's been like you've killed our brother. Yeah. In front of us, we saw his dead body. You know, that whole thing's fucked. They could be fucked for life. Yeah, totally. So he might be in his living prison hell himself every yeah. day um, so it's hard to know about the case um, I, I hope he didn't do it on pur- purpose yeah right you know 13 uh, year old Daniel Godino of Colorado Springs had been having trouble sleeping as he was worried there was a ghost in his home Daniel was sleeping on the couch when he was scared by two shadowy figures he reportedly managed to pick the lock on the gun cabinet with toothpicks this is all supposedly while he's asleep as well he picked the lock on the gun cabinet with toothpicks, loaded a twenty-two caliber rifle, shot and killed his nine-year-old brother in his bed, and then wounded his mother in the shoulder before stabbing her with a knife and scissors. He was found guilty of first-degree murder and assault and was sentenced to five years in a youth correction facility. Well, straight away, he, he's done it multiple times before, the, the lock pick. To, to the gun cabinet yeah regardless of he's asleep doing it or not I did some quotation marks there. yeah because I think he's guilty <clears throat> yeah I do as well um, but like he'd already done that so and obviously he knew how to load guns might have been taught how yeah. to use guns how old is he? 13 okay I would imagine so if it's a house with guns in the house been, I would imagine that he's been he's probably, taught to use them since can a young I have a go dad? Dads just do that shit in America, I, th- I feel like, don't they? I don't, not, not all of them, but yeah, there's no, going to be the, 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 more of the, of gun, f- the gun positive. Gun, gun owning population of America well, would probably get have their kids to a certain point, like 13 to, to probably to fairly okay age, you know. I'd say younger than that. I reckon probably. Oh, no, they probably stuff. do. But I'm, I'm saying. American I'm saying safely, yeah, I'd say 13 is probably about the youngest you should go to be honest yeah I'm sure there's probably out there might be listening to this totally disagreeing with us but then again we don't we're not a nation of gun no, owners we're not. so we don't literally don't know it yeah I did enjoy shooting the sum on a range in LA a couple of years ago oh, that I was quite fun I want to do that that would be so good but that was like with targets and it's oh. quite interesting anyway we're not having a gun debate no. um yeah 
I say that little fucker's guilty. Yeah, I think. But so why too. though? Why do you want to? Why do you need to do? What? Why? What was the reasoning? Though? I don't know. That's the other thing. You need to know that relationship yeah. they had. Yeah. And what was he generally like? What was his mental yeah. state like? What? What did the teachers think about him? Mm. It's very hard. So I, I guess it's. I guess really though, you're not. We're not here to be the court. Yeah. Yeah. But still, like. On these, and still giving a giving opinion. Yeah. On your feelings. But I agree. I think he's guilty. Yeah. Would you? I yeah, I think he's guilty. Yeah. I think. Thumbs up or thumbs down. That's way too much to do. Like when you're asleep, even if you've done it a million yeah. times before, I don't think you would do that. And then to like shoot your mum in the shoulder. Yeah. Then stab her with a knife and a pair of scissors. Yeah. Like no, I don't think so. Mm. Okay. Antonio Nieto is 58, murdered his wife and mother-in-law using an axe and a hammer on January the 11th, 2001. The day before my birthday. Oh. Nieto's daughter suffered a fractured jaw but was left alone after she pretended to be dead and his son managed to disha- disarm him after receiving a cut to the ear. Nato claimed to be asleep during the attack and dreaming that he was defending himself against aggressive ostriches. Wow. That sounds like one of my dreams. It does. <gasps> However, his children claimed that he had recognised them and, and had even told his son not to turn the lights on because their mother, who was actually like really fucking injured, was sleeping. In 2007, NATO, already under psychiatric care, was sentenced to 10 years internment in a psychiatric hospital and ordered to pay €171,000 as compensation to the victims. So he killed? He killed his wife and his mother-in-law. Shit. Uh, But then the kids heard it. Fractured the daughter's jaw, but then she pretended to be dead, so he left her alone. And then the son managed to disarm him, but he did get a cut cut on his ear from the axe. Ten years. In in the nut house. Ten years. Yeah. Fucking bit longer than that. Yeah. Fucking hell. Dangerous. Dangerous as fuck. Yeah. Well, Well, dangerous. Dangerous. That's not the closest people we have in his in his life. Yeah. Like Jesus. A nice one, thanks for that. What the fuck? Ten years. What year was it? This is two thousand and one. Yeah. When did he get? When did he get? When did he go down? Uh, two thousand and seven. So he's out now. Yeah. Well, theoretically, he might be you know, I, to I don't now. know. Don't know if they maybe decided that we he don't wasn't. put our address or anything down in the info, do uh, we, on the podcast? Well, you know all about that. <laughs> don't be putting my address down. God. I'm not an angry ostrich. Stay back. And that's crazy the thing. fucking Using Italian that as an excuse. Man. I don't know. That's the thing is though. Is he going? That's such a wild excuse. They're bound to go. Yeah. He's, he's he did that innocently. He thought ostriches attacking him, and he yeah. happened to have. Where were these hammering at? Why are the hammers next to his bed? Yeah, but I've got an axe next to my back, next to my bed, so it's not too much of a stretch, is it? But he had a hammer and a what? An axe and a hammer. An axe and a hammer is a bit much, though. Would you agree? Well, no, not really. There's a hammer laying down there, so I could easily get the axe from next to my bed, come downstairs, know where the ha- pick the hammer. That's really great to know. I'm glad I'm a light sleeper. <laughs> it's a ruse, isn't it, this deep sleeping <laughs> thing you do? Don't worry. I'll only be humping your leg in my sleep. I ain't going to do a murder. <laughs> Brilliant. Glad everyone knows that. Right. 
uh, an unnamed middle-aged Australian woman had some serious sleepwalking issues. Uh, she'd get up, sleepwalk out of her house and have sex with total strangers. Oh, um, yeah, asleep. Yeah, I know. This took place for several months until the woman's partner woke up one night to find that she wasn't in bed. After searching for her, he found her having sex with a stranger, complete, Where? completely asleep. Where? Like, like, I know. On, the, on the front pavement? What, you just, what like, does he do? Just... Go out, leave your house, find like some random man. Go, go, oh, just go up to grab their cock. Yeah, just... Grab their cock, not say a word. Or just like go And out, then bend over. Totally naked and just be like, come and get it. Who knows? So, so what happened? Like, so uh, he found her having sex, completely asleep. So reports say she's been successfully treated for her condition. Apparently, there's not much information on that one. The husband's happy now. Uh, so, how how many men was it? Do you think? Yeah. I don't know, love. I was asleep. Well, that's it. Okay. You know, this has been going on for ages. Did maybe. you wear protection? Like, don't know. Yeah. Have a clue. It's insane. Uh, James Cowens had been a sleepwalker for a long time, but his most terrifying adventure occurred when he was 77. In 1998, Cowen got up and sleepwalked out of his house with his cane in his hand, straight into a nearby pond. At this point, he woke up, chest deep in water and unable to get out as he was stuck in the mud. What made the incident even worse was the fact that he was surrounded by alligators. <laughs> Anyway, right, I might have missed the beginning of this. With a cane, is he blind? No, he's asleep. I thought it was a blind dude no, surrounded no. by crocodiles. Old I was like, is that walking, a joke? Old man walking stick. So he's an, how old is he? 77. Oh, God. He's old. Oh, he's got God. his cane. He's so gone out of his house. He's gone in mud surrounded by crocodiles. Straight into the crocodile infested pond outside his house. Well, who gives opposite the crocodile infected pond anyway? <laughs> Crocodile infected. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Okay. Uh, he used his cane to keep them at bay and began shouting for help. One of his neighbours heard him and called the police, who managed to free Cullens, who escaped with only small cuts from falling when he got when he went into the pond. Huh? Again, too many questions here. Huh? Like, like. Like, how easy is it to get to, into the, your, your crocodile pond? Why does the crocodile-infested pond not have a fence round it? That's what I want to know. It's just... Surely he would have thought... he He's 77. Dude knows that he sleepwalks. He must know that he sleepwalks by now. So when he bought the house or moved into the house, did his brain not make that connection and go, oh, that crocodile-infested pond's a bit close to the house? I'd better put a fence round it or, or better or the pond wasn't there and the, and the person who runs the I just set up ponds for the crocodiles around the country <laughs> when we go there should we check the neighbourhood nah don't worry about it what about the old guy that lives there Make he sure could probably wander into it mentors. if it was night time don't worry about it just put the crocodile pond there yeah what the fuck uh, what country is this uh, I don't know actually I don't know I'm assuming it's America. Florida? Yeah. Sorry, we're saying crocodiles, it should be alligators. So, yeah, I'm saying America. Okay. Somewhere. Uh, okay. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, 
Leslie Cusack, 55, from Cheshire, England, was a sleep eater. Uh, she had to change her daytime diet and join a gym as she, she <laughs> potentially consumes up to 2,500 calories during a nighttime binge. Leslie eats inedible items such as Vaseline, paint and washing powder. And she oh. did put alarms on the cupboards, on the doors, in the hopes that they'd wake her up, but it hasn't worked. So she's now consulting a specialist about that. Well, you'd put, you'd put padlocks on it, though, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd put n- num- yeah. numbered padlocks? Yeah. And a fort. Definitely. Yeah, alarms, no good. Put some locks on there. Hmm. Child safety. Yeah, well, you have to do work. it with a... When you've got kids with... Then pa- again, with a... you might not have your paint in your fucking cupboard, food cupboard. Yeah, but you would, wouldn't you? you? If look, you knew that you were going to... Do... Oh, no, but if you knew you were going to do that, you'd make sure that all that kind of shit you couldn't get to. Yeah. Surely. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, but then is it, it bad because you're you're just going to try and find anything? To I was going to say you then going, going, going to eat to the point where you can have to sleep in an empty room. Yeah, so the you then Not come down and go right. I've locked the paint away. I'm going to eat that candle tonight. Oh yeah, candles <laughs> definitely are one to go to. I imagine candle seems quite appealing. Yeah, if you can only like, you can only stash so much stuff, can't you? You can only go like oh right, I'll put that away. I'll lock that up. You know, you can't yeah. go around and do that every night before you go to bed and make sure you've locked up like everything no it's it's gonna be what is up with your cat sorry tonight? i'm getting attacked by the other cat now <laughs> uh yeah it's a weird one isn't it yeah and you had to change change your diet in the daytime so you had to go to low calorie like, diet yeah and don't daytime. eat anything so basically during the day and just go to the gym you're eating all your food when it's you're, like you're asleep eating it when you're asleep and you're not enjoying it and you're eating some paint as well yeah Surely you would be sick as fuck when you woke up in the morning after eating paint and Vaseline or washing powder or something. Oh. Imagine the poop. Oh, God. Cat shit and toothpaste. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stuart Miller was eight years old when he sleepwalked out of his bedroom window on the fourth floor council flat he lived in. Shit. The fall dealt severe damage to Stuart's spine and has left him wheelchair bound for the rest of his life. Oh my god. I know, it's fucked up, isn't it? Poor dude. The court decided that Reading Borough Council, the owners of the block, were responsible as they had failed to install ch- childproof windows. After seven years in the courts, he was awarded £1.35 million in damages. Uh, Reading's not that far from me. So, yeah, poor fucker. Yeah, that's shit. Yeah, well, bad. Just like, you know. It's one of those things, isn't it? It's like, great, you got a million. Yeah, but that's not as. But that's not, not that's no, not, that's not. In nowadays, money, that's that's not that enough. much money, actually. No. A million, you know. It is and it isn't. But yeah, it's like, how much is way. your life worth, you know, in, mm. that, in that kind of situation? You're in a wheelchair for the rest of your life now. It's yeah, fucked yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, okay, good. that's the end of the cases. So I've got a few sleep facts for you now. Go on. Uh, the record for the longest period without sleep, what we were talking about earlier, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, is 18 days, oh my God. 21 hours and 40 minutes. And it was during a rocking chair marathon. <laughs> I want to have a go in that. The record so holder reported... Just rocking chair going back and forwards. Yeah. You would go insane. Uh, Surely you would go insane. nice. No, it oh. would. For, for 18 days? <laughs> I don't know if I could do it for 18 days. days, though. 
Uh, the record holder reported hallucinations, paranoia, blurred vision, slurred speech and memory and concentration lapses. What year was that? Mm, it don't say. I wonder if there's video footage of it. Mm, that'd be quite interesting. I don't know, I'd be a bit like, well... I'll have to have a look. See, you can... 18 you're like, oh, sounds good, you can't go without... Oh, no, I wouldn't... Oh, no, you, I'd have a you, go in the rocking chair. I wouldn't last long. Yeah, you, you go I'd about 14 hours <laughs> awake. That's about as limit as you go awake. Depends how much crochet I've got to Depends how many orders I've got. That's about the only thing that will keep me awake at night is trying to do my bloody orders. Uh, a new baby typically results in 400 to 750 hours of lost sleep for parents in the first year. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> a new baby typically results in 400 to 750 hours of lost sleep for parents in the first year. Wow. <laughs> I did. I did struggle when I first became a parent. Yeah, well, first of all, then, but you do, you do, you go past it, and you get, you get used to it, don't you? Yeah. And it's literally second nature, and you never lose that because you. Ha- well, I don't know. For me, though, I, as soon as I hear noise in the night time, I'm all, I can yeah, wake up. Right, if I hear like, one of my kids or something, you know. Not so much for me that, now, because no, my kids are older, you know. No, mine are like nearly, nearly yeah. 16 and 18, so yeah. they're actual people now who can be responsible and know that they can come wake me up if they need to. But, yeah, when they were smaller, like, I know I do sleep a lot, but that was the only thing that would wake me up. And so many times when Con was a baby... I'd wake up standing over his cot already. Like, I wouldn't have been aware at all of getting out of bed or hearing him make a noise well, or do. anything. But I, I would wake up and I'd be yeah. standing in his cot it and goes. reaching down for him, you well, know, and when... just wake up then. So, yeah, I've always been like, I'm there, you know, regardless of the fact that I love to sleep or I'm hard to wake up. Whenever they were small, I was always like, I'm there on the ball all the time. Yeah, well, you, as a new parent, you always do... It's just that thing you've got you to, start, you, you? But yeah, because you start to look because you lose. You don't have that much sleep. Yeah. You do start, your daytime almost becomes a bit of a sleep. It's just the whole thing's just like this whole weird sleep, world you live in, you and you just live in this weird world. Yeah, and just getting naps. Regardless, when you, can. Just, you can't. Just getting naps, yeah, you can't be like right daytimes for being awake, nights times I, for I being asleep. What, doesn't work my, like that. For my not all the time insomnia when I do have it, or just just my relationship with sleep, it did get uh, a little bit better. My relationship with sleep when I became a father because I was tired, so I was falling yeah. asleep. Um, it still kind of sucked though that whole that whole thing of lack of sleep and stuff but yes that's a lot to lose isn't it yeah it's loads and I remember like when Con was a baby because he was my first I was just thinking how is it even possible to be this tired and still be alive and be a person I was absolutely fucking knackered because I did do everything like admittedly their dad wasn't much cop at all so yeah I was doing totally everything and he didn't sleep he didn't sleep he was just awake and crying all the time. His fucking nightmare, honestly. He just would not settle until he was about eight months old, I Get think. Busy. He started sleeping through the night. But yeah, it was I was absolutely fucked. I've never been that tired in my life. So so we can say now you're catching up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you're enjoying it now. You're yeah, going. Because I had my two sleep. quite close together as well, so it was, 
you know, it was quite. It was a consistent thing. It wasn't long before I had to do all that again. But now you're out of that though. So but yeah, I now still, they're like quite. Well, old, no, I'm so. my, mine actually fine though. To be honest with you, yeah, my yours are getting there. My youngest is Elijah's like he's not, so he's not. He's not silly like a little kid. Silly, isn't he? he? He's one of those things. Where actually, I had two girls and a boy, and he he funny enough just boom, sleep. Yeah. Like he's like no issues at all. My first one, you go to walk out of the room. And you had to know where all the creeks were in the floorboards. I was yeah. renting at the time, and this house was just like it was like I needed like some fucking Matrix or no, not Matrix. What's that thing with the Tom Hanks? Not Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Oh, where are we going on Mission Gab's Impossible. magical mystery tour? Yeah, a Mission Impossible. Uh, I need some sort of grid system to let me know oh, where the God. cracks were because as soon as you step on a crack, the baby. Oh, yeah. for fuck's sake! That's what Con was like. I remember. <clears throat> you think he was asleep like, in his cot. You just get into bed, pull the dude over you and just go oh and then it go whoa and you'd be like for fuck's sake what the fuck yeah <laughs> that's it I'm up all night with fucking the thimbles Jesus the thimbles yeah what's the thimbles don't you remember the thimbles I used to watch the thimbles loads when Con was little <laughs> I couldn't sleep because uh, I'd be sitting up with him so I'd put the kids TV on the Fimbles they're little stripey people oh, lived remember. in that nice little land with all the flowers and the pretty things it was well good I'd oh, love to I'll live in Fimble land yeah. and Roly Moe no, and Roly the Mole no. that used to tell stories no I did get well into that when Con was little I was always awake that's why I was just like oh my god I'm dying it's like eyes dried open yeah 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 <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, the 1989 Exxon Valdez oil spill, the Challenger space shuttle disaster and the Chernobyl nuclear accident have all been attributed to human error where sleep deprivation played a role. Wow. So there you go, disaster time. But that's the thing, though, with sleep deprivation, people just not letting people sleep. Yeah. If you're working them too hard. Yeah. Just because it's a short term, that's brilliant, but it's not long term. You can't well, do that. Well, I don't stuff. know. Even if I've had a shit night of sleep, so I've only got a yeah, couple I, of I hours. Can't do, sleep, I don't I work do well. I do not want to get in the car and drive it. Yeah. You know, I would rather not drive if I've not had a decent sleep because I'm not thinking straight. I'll make stupid mistakes and stuff, and it's just too dangerous. So I can't, like, that's insane. Jeremy, sorry, my cat's attacking me. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, ducks at risk of attack from predators can keep one half of their brain awake while the other half goes to sleep. That makes sense for animals. Yeah. It's like your cats. I think that happens with quite a lot of animals or, as well, not just ducks. And I always think about my dog, Beans. Yeah. My dog. Just what makes to sleep. As soon as you move, he's just like, awake and he just comes, yeah. Yeah. That's it's a it. slip in, out, in, out, in, out. Mm. Then just go, I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. I'm, right, I'm up, sleep. Up. And it's just like, it's just yeah. so insane. But they don't have a lot. I don't imagine they, do they get doggy headaches. Do you know what I mean? If they yeah. don't sleep long as long. Because I, I have those, you know. Weird. Yeah. But that makes sense for animals to be yeah. uh, that because they have to be. It's, yeah. Um, some studies suggest women need an extra hour of sleep each night. I would agree with this. That's my excuse. <laughs> I get an extra four hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but us men, we die quicker than you women. Yeah, and that's, I think that's, that's why, because we get more kids. No, I definitely say that's why. Um, apparently, 12% of people dream entirely in black and white. 
See, I thought I'd heard that, that it was cool. rare that you dream in colour. I, and I, I was I like, never I really dream in colour. I've just never thought of this How stuff. is that, like, rare? And, like, loads of people I'd spoke to have gone, yeah, I dream in colour as well. And I was like, but I'd heard that was rare, but it's the other way round. It's rare to dream entirely in black and white. 12%? Yeah. That's cool. I never thought about it. No? No. Yeah, because some people don't hear during like, their dreams. In a dreams. movie, if you're doing a past uh, a scene from... Yeah. To the, uh, to the story at hand or dream you tend to be in like black and white you know? mm. so I never really thought about it I assume just colour I never really thought about oh, oh wow. no I knew some some did colour and some that's so cool white, but I thought Lucky it was colour that was red why does your mind just go just turn in the colour switch off yeah how how it's does strange, your mind know to, to have everything out of colour yeah that's so insane the mind is so weird as we're develop, uh, developing uh uh Realising and understanding through these episodes of this podcast, yeah. we're starting to realise the mind's a bit fucking crazy. Definitely. Um, and last one, ideally, falling asleep at night should take you ten to fifteen minutes, and the average person falls asleep in seven. Lucky fuckers. <laughs> That's all I can say. I about. think I fall asleep in about four or five, don't I? Mm. Probably a little less sometimes. Yeah, I'll I was less. about two last night. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. I I'm I can be like forty five minutes to fifty minutes. Oh my god. Mm. Uh, yeah. So there you go. That was my last sleep fact. Yeah. And that's all I've got for you. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's is is a, a just a little difference to yeah. normal. Just do a little bit of a different little thing. I've got some movie re- movie recommends. No, oh, there's loads of isn't there? Like I said, stuff, you can do yeah, the old got, Nightmare on Elm Street. I've got Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got uh, The Cabinet of da- Dr. Caligari. Yeah, I've only seen, seen half of that. Yeah, you should watch it. It's really good. That's free on YouTube to view, and that's really cool. German yeah. expressionist black and white horror from the 20s or 30s. But that's a sleepwalker who murders. Uh, the Machinist, which is about non oh, sleeping. Mm. Uh, invasion of the body snatchers because when you go to sleep you get taken over don't you Insidious which is friggin terrifying that film scared me so badly when I first watched it (laughs) it's so frightening Uh, Inception as well which is all about kind of being in the dream world funny enough uh, Christopher Nolan also did um, Insomnia Oh, okay. Directing some of this. That's interesting as well. Yeah. So I, I wonder what is. I wonder if he has a bad yeah, relationship or a strange relationship with sleep. Probably being a director of his complex yeah. mind, he probably has yeah. sleep issues. Uh, yeah, and I watched that again the other day. It's really good, actually. Um, and Vanilla Sky with Tom Cruise. Hmm. So that's my movie recommends for sleepy, disordery rubbishness. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Just made me have a thought. thought oh, I could make a documentary on sleep and like people who have complex minds and yeah. their relationship with sleep would be really interesting. Well, I, well, I'd be interested in it. I don't know if anyone else would be. Yeah, no, I think it would be. Mm. It's quite a fascinating subject. Mm, definitely. I'll have to think about that. Yeah. Um, that's cool. That's really cool. I, I enjoyed sort of doing this sort of sleep about just the whole sleep fight. Because even though we've classed this as an episode, you know, it's a few cases, we're gaining knowledge from all of this and having these conversations. 
Yeah. To build these case studies for these fucking people. Yeah. And these serial killers, these murderers and stuff, because you're going to have the ones which do stuff or, or they suffer from lack of sleep and they're starting because they're slightly insane or like you say the cult members or, or so it's good that we cover all these bases hmm. of the, where the mind goes and what the yeah. mind has to do the mind has to go to sleep it has to recharge we, we, we have to we don't have a choice hmm. we are not in control you have to go to sleep you have to eat you have yeah. to drink you don't have a choice unless you want to die yeah uh, that's it simple as that we have to breathe it's all that stuff but yeah the mind you know it's really interesting to talk about this stuff. Yeah, definitely. So thank you for doing all that research. That's all right. What have we got coming up next time? Bloody Jimmy Savile, isn't it? Now then, now then. Now then, now then, indeed. <laughs> uh, uh, and I'm probably going to take up most of the episode just going, what the fuck is that hair? Yeah, I might try I and find... I don't understand how that hair came into existence. Well, we can, I'm happy to discuss it. I'm happy to break it down like an onion. All the layers... <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Savile to the onion. I don't get that. Hair. Call me onion. I'm confused. Absolutely, and um, I will yeah, look and just... see if I I might, you know, I'll probably have to put up some audio samples of the dude talking. Yeah, for sure. Just we'll to, to get like, people just to because hear some the people, way he is. Because... obviously, listeners in America might not know him like we know him. What is going on? A cat's jumping on and off my knee every five minutes. Um, yeah, some of the American listeners and, and the other international listeners might to, not to know get, who uh, he well, is. Well, to get an understanding of the guy, because yeah, totally. I'm well, almost, I'd almost say, like, the way we do it is the beginning intro of him, I almost not celebrate, in no way in like, any sense celebrating him in any way, but we say no, but what he did put, in the world of well, entertainment that, of exactly, how we know him. That's exactly how I'm doing it. Yeah, like, we like, literally just build, have that and discuss, we can discuss our like, oh yeah, because I, I used to watch, I used to watch him, you used to watch him, we used to, it's like, he was a host you would see, if there was like some thing coming at some fundraiser, if he popped up on it, you would expect to see that. That sort of thing, you know. Well, so yeah, it'd be really interesting first, to, you, to just how, discuss that. Then to go, and then it, it changed. And then at this point, he was still doing all these other things as well. If you don't build him up, you don't realise how much of an impact it actually had for that to come out. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, it's going to be a long, long one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, that's brilliant. Thank you very much for that. That's right. I appreciate you doing that research and looking into all that sleep stuff. Yeah, no worries. And I'm glad the whole world know about your sleep <laughs> <laughs> your sleep cycles and mine now and what goes on yeah it's probably why I can't bloody sleep <laughs> uh, right and of course do please check out Foxy's Fantastic Fabrications yeah you can find me on Facebook and Instagram and you will find links to my Etsy shop on both of those pages uh, yeah come and have a look and that's you making crochet and that's me crocheting all my weird creepy you can get crap. yeah Jason <laughs> your Freddy's yeah. your Michael's your whatever from the yeah, serial killers and other stuff as well I do do non-horror related items too uh, check out deadbolfilms.com the website we have now actually got a comic a folk yeah. comic which has actually been released recently um which is really cool um, yeah do check that out and uh, the films and stuff we do and do check out my other podcast if you're into horror movies obviously if you're not probably don't bother mm. you know it's up to you uh, the podcast on Haunted Hill um, alright then that's about it I think yes that'll do thanks very much everybody 
cool. Be safe, take yeah. care, and I hope you have sweet dreams this evening. Yeah, and come back next time and listen to some Jimmy Savile. <laughs> no one, no one, no one, no one. No, 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 no. I can't really do it. I will, I'll, try, I'll, try and, I'll try and get some good impressions going on. Yeah, okay. Well, take it easy, guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye.